and welcome back to the Talking Walls podcast. My name is Matthew Cooper and today we're joined by Harry Mansell. Harry, how are you? Hey, very good, mate. Thanks for having me back on. That's all right. You sound a bit more enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> I am. And, uh, Dave, how are you, mate? I'm all good. It's good to see that we've sacked Rouse from the, on the podcast. Yeah, he's, uh, we haven't told him yet, but <laughs> he's, he's, he's had the can. Uh, now, before we kick off, um, we've got a sponsored message from one of our channel partners. So we've teamed up with... Um, the football fan at Pitch Football, our new podcast partners for the remainder of the season. So we need everyone of our listeners to download the app. And this can be done through the App Store or the Play Store. Search Pitch Football. They've got this great feature called Fan Time. We're recording a video question shortly. So head over there and uh, give it an answer. Hit play and you can save responses to a question and kind of answer our, our question as well. So it's as simple as that. Um, yeah, download the app. It's a really good app. So today, gents, we're going to be talking about the United game, the Leicester game, the transfer window, Kevin Thelwell going... Mm. And we've even got a quiz, but to we start with the United game? It seems ages ago, doesn't it? The first of Feb. I mean, it was a bit of a non-event, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, I was really confident going to the game to the team. Obviously, Bolly and Jotter were back, and I thought we were going to win. But I think first half, thinking back, we had a few good spells like going forward, but just same old. We just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net, could we? And then I think United grew into it a bit, and. We were hanging on a bit towards the end, wasn't we? Like Jimenez yeah. walked off really slow at the end. Remember? I, I saw a few people saying it's two points dropped, and I, I didn't see it like that at all. Dave. Good away draw, yeah. Did you? Did no, you think- no. I think uh, going into the game, especially with, with the game against Leicester, which we'll talk about, I think both games, I would have been happy with a point. With especially, you know, United, uh, of course, they're not at the best at the moment, but you know, United, uh, all they have to do is to flick the switch and they'll be on it again. Yeah. I think in terms of on paper, their lineup and their squad is probably the weakest it's been for a, for a long, long time. But they're still a team of quality. Yeah. Um, obviously, Bruno Fernandez having his debut, I thought maybe you know he could be the give them a bit of momentum, the missing link. Obviously, obviously a man of the match performance according to all the pundits. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it was all about him. It's it, yeah. a bit mediocre. Wasn't it? I mean, he, bad, he saw but... a lot of the ball and yeah. he didn't shy away and he got involved. But to say man of the match performance. It's just a reputation thing, wasn't it? All the, like you say, all the pundits were pointing him out. And team he, of the week, isn't it? Yeah. Like, what well, game did these on, people um, watch? He put on the wall shirt after the game. So <laughs> you know he really, really wants to be. <laughs> I saw a lot of you know what fans saying that was disrespectful. It's just is standard, it? isn't it? Shirt swap. I think just because of the picture of him and the face they got of him. So at least I've got my thumbnail all... for next summer yeah. when it's <laughs> linked to us. Yeah. But he dropped Neto for yeah. Jota. Now I thought that was the right decision because I think Jota defensively in that shape is he's a lot better than Neto, mm. um, and I think a tough place to go because it is still a really tough place to go. I, yeah. I think that was was the right decision. And obviously Bolly came back; it was it was fantastic, and we saw a little cameo appearance from Daniel Pedence. Yeah, um, Bolly was brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean. I've, I've uh, slated Cody a bit lately, believing he had a good game because Bolly just shorts. Well, I thought we got rid of Rose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jota, I mean, it was one of them where Neto has been playing really well and Jota had just come back from injury. So I honestly thought he was going to start Neto, but I can see why he starts Jota because when Jota's on it, he's one of our best players, isn't he? So, But unfortunately, he hasn't been following as he since he's come back from injury. So maybe Neto could have been a bit disappointed by that, but. Trusting Nuno and Jota on another day probably could have scored. He had a few runs into yeah. the box. He, he wouldn't shoot, would he? He, he wouldn't shoot. He doesn't pull the trigger this season, yeah, does he? He's been a few times. He's gone on an amazing run. Mm. Took it past two or three players and then kind of just fell over the ball. But yeah, Bolly Bolly was brilliant, oh, wasn't he? Days when he came back. Yeah, Bolly. Yeah, Bolly was great. Um, I think it, it's changed now because I, I think you know you know back in the day when a player had such a long injury like that. They normally get chucked in the reserves or the under twenty threes and that to regain their squad fitness. But I think with Nuno, you know, he's so you know insistent on getting their fitness up in training. Um, so yeah, he came back in. Uh, wasn't surprised he was on the bench. Was any of the game before was it against Liverpool? I yeah, wasn't surprised yeah. with that. To be fair, you know, you don't you don't want to rush him in. But yeah, phenomenal against United. Just slotted straight back in. I think that back three now. 
he's there to stay. We may see it change in the Europa League games, but especially on on the Leicester performance as well, which you'll talk about, I really can't see that back three changing for the majority of the season. Yeah. Sace has made that left slot slot his own. Sace has been brilliant, yeah. considering yeah. there was a few people in in the summer saying, I think Sace will go, he's yeah. not really part of the he's squad. He's linked with a move to Besiktas for yeah. a lower amount yeah, I thought he was well. coming. Yeah. 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 to Besiktas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I thought it was brilliant, but I thought Cody was a lot better at commanding his area as well. Mm. He's had a lot of criticism, really, about... Off me. Yeah. <laughs> off, off Tom Rouse. Yeah, Tom uh, Rouse. About, you know, commanding his area and not yeah. putting his head on things. What I thought he was a lot better, but Ruben Neves... Oh, he's been brilliant, hasn't he? What's, that, what's happened to him? I don't know. Especially against United. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Leicester. Just, it's nice to see, isn't it? Because he, he was so deep at the beginning of the season. Everyone was criticising him for being so deep. But when he goes forward... And he's got a lot of the ball and he can create. I, I think mean, that's what it is. I time. think that's what it is, him getting more forward. I think, um, unfortunately for Neves, <laughs> well, I'll say that, um, obviously in, this, in the Championship where he scored all those great goals, I think that's what a certain percentage of the Wolves fans and a lot of neutral football fans were expecting in the mm. Premier League to see him score a Will screamer is. every every week and become a match of the day player that they can see, you know, him score a free yeah. kick or banger. But it's those multi balls, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's great in the FA yeah, Cup yeah. for the championship. But him and uh, Matinho, you know, when we swapped back to the midfield too, I was a little bit worried how that was going to work. But they've really upped their work rate, both mm. of them. The work rate is phenomenal from both of them. And, and Neves, as I say, when we talk about Leicester, um, even against United, he was just recycling the ball, everything, just getting us out of trouble. The tackling and interceptions. I actually had a look at the stats after the Leicester game. And I'm surprised with actually how low the tackle and interceptions amounts were for Neves because he just seemed to be everywhere. Yeah. And and um, for someone like uh, you know Yuri Tillemans in, in the Leicester game where he was playing up against, there was only one one person that looked like a world beater out of those two, yeah. and it was Ruben Neves by a long stretch as well. Yeah, obviously we'll move on to yeah. that Leicester game shortly. But I I think the past month or so, maybe a bit longer, Ruben Neves has really really come into his own and looking like that player that. We saw in the championship because I think last season for large spells he was a, not uninspiring. I think that's a bit harsh, but games just kind of seemed to pass him by. Yeah. Um, and we've obviously not seen him on direct free kicks as much anymore. Yeah, Matinho. Like, yeah, no, and obviously Sace has got a right. <laughs> Sace. Yeah. 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 Have you seen that video of me training? Yeah. yeah. Like pinging him top corner. I think that's yeah. why he did it. But my, the the thing is with that Leicester one that he had. Wolves should have done that differently because obviously Le- Schmeichel just knew he was going to blast it. So yeah. Schmeichel was just stood there and left his old goal gate, whole goal gaping. I thought if Neves was stood on the free kick with him, Schmeichel would have gone a bit more central because Neves can dip them. Yeah, he's yeah. going to power him. So if he thinks Neves might have a go, then you've got a bit more room. But Why do you think that is that Neves isn't on direct free kicks as much anymore? Because I remember in, in the Championship and started the Premier League when Neves was playing, I was like, every time he's on a direct free kick, I fancy a sitter. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now if he's over it, I'm like, not even clear the first one. There was a game the other week, and uh, it was like probably about 22 yards out, just outside it. And I thought he's going to take this, and Matinho took it. It's just strange. Something's happened, doesn't it? They must do it in training a lot, and obviously mm. Matinho and Sais are doing better. But Neves free kicks over the years, like you mentioned, un- unbelievable at times. So it's it's quite surprising. It really is. Yeah. So would you agree it's one point gain from the game at Old Trafford or two points? It seems so long ago. Yeah, it was one point gain, but at the same time, oh, oh, we could have won it. It's one of them, and it's. I think they should have had a go a bit more. Maybe, but first half I we think, played all right. Second half, I think we went in on ourselves. I think they bit. had in the back of their minds we dropped points, hadn't we, against Tottenham and Liverpool really mm. late on. And maybe they had that in the back of their minds. They didn't want to risk it too much and just try. Because obviously, Man United grew into it, in my opinion. Yeah. So I think they just thought, let's settle for this point. Good point away from home. And yeah, I think the key for Wolves have been this season to not lose games um, rather than just go for the win and then you know end up mm. losing. I, I know there was a, a stat we've only lost. 
I mean, we've, uh, we've only won one in our last nine in all comps now, which is crazy to think because we're in such a great position still. But yeah, against United, they had chances to win. They possibly came closer to score. We had chances to win. I think a draw as a whole was a fair result. I, as I said, I would have taken a point before the game. I can understand why some people think it's two points dropped. But it shows, I know people hate using this phrase, but it shows how far we have come. That, you know, United... We've been, we've got the better of United yeah. over the last two years. They've yeah. beat they haven't beaten us uh, other than in the, the FA, FA Cup. Cup. Yeah, one narrowly, you know, out of what five six attempts have beaten yeah, us once. Against, I mean, to be fair, when we played them in, under the McCarthy era and stuff, our record was wasn't too bad. I remember yeah. that two 0 El Kobe scored twice, even though when, uh, we played team in a decade. We, <laughs> remember when we played United and he just like made eleven changes. Yeah. Mayhoff Hoffa started up front in that. George <laughs> yeah. Friend nearly scored. I remember yeah. like he got fined for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he wanted to beat Burnley the week out. I can't but remember if he won. I'll never forget that, right? Because I went on the club coaches and I remember being on the going in, it came up on the radio, we oh, chatting, right. everyone went absolutely mental on the coach. Because I think it was like 40 quid a ticket as well. Yeah. And, he was like, and everyone after the game said, I'm going to protest my money back and that. But then we went to beat Burnley like yeah. four days later. That's what, so. said, that's what McCarthy said. They're like, <laughs> yeah. why have you done it? Because I want us to beat Burnley. If you lost that game, it's oh, Burnley. Man, we win. Yeah, I think he could have been sat there and then. But yeah. There's not been many instances where the lineups come out before a game. I'm like, no, not going. <laughs> Apart from Villa this season, yeah. I was drinking in town. And that line went out and went. No, I'll be. Oh, you cut. know, yeah, yeah. you know, one that was. Uh, <laughs> I ended up going, but yeah. I had to get dragged. You know, when there. we were in Lambert in the FA Cup yeah. and we were on a proper stinker of a run, and we got Stoke in the FA Cup, and I look at the team and Lee Evans is starting. I was yeah. like, What the fuck? Right what is going on here, man? Yeah, I was like, we were sat, and our bus was delayed. So it was like the first 10, 15 minutes, expecting us to get there three 0 down or whatever. Unbelievable again. Quality, the fact that he could bring on Conor Rowan and Morgan Gibbs White who's yeah. like 16 Gibbs Matt Doherty scoring a 25 yard free kick how good at that point was Helder Costa as well yeah, remember his goal he yeah. was unplayable Matt Akeem, really that was one of Akimi's best ever Wolves performances oh, man, yeah. as well yeah. Yeah. what's happened to Costa oh, I don't know I, mean, I don't want to talk about it too much but I, I speak to a couple of Leeds fans regularly on Twitter and I'm like who have you sold us here? He's a, he's a joke. Yeah, they are fuming that they've spent that sort of money. Sixteen million pounds. We've for, pulled for, their pants down. It the looks a bit. Yeah, moment. I mean, we'll go on to transfers a bit later. But we have. We, you, you asked me a question about him, though, or someone asked us a question. Um, was he a good player in a bad Wolves team, or how was it worded? Yeah, now? I think was yeah. he was he just a really good was he just a good player in a really poor Wolves team. I don't know. I think that injury really did his ankle. Yeah, that was he, the change. He was never the yeah. same. Then he bulked up in pre-season, and I thought yeah. he looks a different animal. Here. I thought he's going to be class. <laughs> I'm on the fan cast. So I had him down as my surprise package this season. Yeah. It was surprised yeah. how shitty he was. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, uh, we'll move on to the Leicester game, which was last uh, this Friday. <laughs> last Friday, this Friday. Um, I'm still not really over it, to be honest. I was just upset. <sighs> I was just, I was genuinely just like fed up. Oh, well, I saw you at half time tonight. It's just, we're just talking about VAR again, aren't we? It's always the, mm. always the way. I mean, they were there for the taking. They settled for the draw. First half, I think you said to me at half time, they did have a lot of the ball, but they just didn't do much with it, did they? And we hit them on the they break were, a few they times. Were dreadful, man. We were saying off air before it, Jimenez could have had off two air. headers <laughs> off air. Was he five We were saying before the broadcast. Yeah, just, just after Greg James. Yeah. Left, <laughs> But Jimenez could have had a couple, but we're going to talk about VAR, aren't we? But let's not talk about VAR, let's talk about us. We could have won that game and we didn't. And I think even Nuno said on the BT Sport interview after, we just didn't take our chances. That he said, my worry is we did not take our chances and we need to improve on that. Well, obviously we did with the volley goal, but we know what happened there. It, it, I don't know, it just it just took the, the stuff in the yeah. life out of everything and it, and it always does. And it's actually got to the point now where 
I'm not celebrating a goal. Mm. At the start of the season when it first came in, I was still celebrating, but now I just don't. And it's just kind of taking that, you know, that spontaneity when yeah. the goal gets in and all you want to do is like, it's like a euphoric moment. Yeah. You just want to hug the person next to yeah. you. Now it's just like, I'm like that. Now look at the screen. Like, waiting for the uh, purple. The, the best, in SL1, what they normally do is like stand on the chairs and give it the big into the lesson yeah. fans. Obviously, we, we did that all the last season and that. But like, I'd end up doing that and then, you know, uh, the clip of DT when he's celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, now, like genuinely, I, like, I celebrated because we scored, but I was like, it was almost as if at the back of my head, I thought, I know, because I thought Stace was offside, you know, when the ball came over and he mm. headed it back across. Well, I thought it was for like a push or something until it came on the screen checking offside and I was like, but then it was like as soon as it yeah I know Mike Dean was checking the injury but as soon as it had been like thirty seconds and nothing he had happened that's that when again. you that's when you know that's the thing for me it took ages again mm. which is so annoying and another thing how angry people got I've never seen like the the Wolves fans get, yeah it was like in the South Bank, Bank was it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's just just walked out and it was just like it was wasn't working everyone I don't, I don't agree could reenact it on this one if you want that because it's happened a few times just I've never known everyone gets so annoyed because when they come up. When we was in the tunnel, down having a drink or whatever. When tunnel. it was, on, I was like, wow, yeah, concourse. Terminology's bad. But yeah, it, he, he was, and this argument of he was going backwards and all that, and oh, I don't know. Yeah, before just, we came into the studio just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, all jokes aside, obviously, um, I, I can talk about it a bit more if you want. But at the, yeah, the fan, on. at the fans' parliament meeting on Tuesday, they had. Um, they had Chris, yeah, but you're bringing Chris, the average age no. down to 75, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, they, they had Chris Ford, the ex-Prem ref there. Um, obviously, he had his spiel about VAR and explaining how it works and what it's used for and stuff like that. Literally, probably 99% of the room was just fully against VAR. Yeah. But they, they have the head of operations guy there at Wolves, and basically he's saying, obviously, football aside, the thing that's worrying them the most is the safety of fans. And if one decision that's not really hugely affected the result. It's, you know what I mean? It's mm. not like it's cost us anything massively. If that sort of thing is smashing up TVs, what's going to happen oh, when man, we get yeah. a goal ruled out or a penalty given against us in the last minute of a huge match against yeah. Albion or something next year? People yeah. are going to get hurt over yeah. VAR. Mm. So um, I think will be... I think that's what I think that's what they're worried about. That's what genuinely what he's worried about. And, and it's winding up the players because Cody goes up to the referee and he's like, who was offside, who was offside? And he's went, don't know, they just told me. I have yeah, no idea. He's like, even yeah, you don't that, know. That's, just that's disgusting. Crazy. That was the worst yeah. If that's the case, there's no need to have a ref. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is though, in that uh, fans parliament meeting, he showed us loads of clips, like Premier League clips. So some of them would be with commentary. A lot of them were with uh, the referee's uh, mic and with the VAR. The VAR actually tells them loads and almost mouth like feeds what to say mm. so there's one um when it was west ham city at the start of the season when it uh, missed the penalty declan rice yeah, cleared but declan yeah. rice encroached yeah. so he was he went out for a throw in they said wait and he was telling him and he goes um yeah just check in yeah clear encroachment right so you need to blow your whistle tell them what it's for point at declan rice and tell them it's going to be another penalty like, like literally like telling them what so the fact that they can't say right then uh, there was a slight offside after the corner take that's all you got to say yeah. and then you can communicate yeah. it to the players but I, I said on, on the match review as well I said the, the percentage of correct decisions has gone up from 83% to 85% it's, it's not it's what's, not what's worth and all the waiting about uh, that, what, it, to it, kill the atmosphere yeah. to, to, to annoy fans to, to kill the time waste it's not worth 2% it's funny you should say that about the time though because I went to Spurs Man City um couple of weekends ago mm. I took my mate who's a Warsaw fan obviously not used to VAR or, oh yeah all exactly. the ball oh mate that, that all, game all the, all the ball being on the floor <laughs> um, and yeah. 
I don't know if you saw the game, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, Man City got awarded a penalty. But oh, I did actually. Yeah. The game carried on, and the ball went out of play like two or three minutes later. He stopped. Get, he stopped the Mike, play. Didn't he? He, uh, Is that the end of? No, yeah, it was it was it was uh, Mike Dean, but the guy got fouled. He, he said it was no foul, and yeah. they, it carried on for two minutes, on two and then minutes. it went back to the goalkeeper, yeah, yeah. and then he stopped the game. Was that when yeah. Sterling dived after as well? Yeah, 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 it was yeah, a penalty yeah. Save the, ran the ball went out, and he blew his whistle, and, and my mate Sammy went, "What's going on here?" And I went, "VAR." He went, "You are joking." Yes, yeah, so you are joking. The t- they're bringing that back from there for two minutes, and he gave the penalty, and he was like. I can't believe what I'm seeing here. Jerry's not used to it. Yeah, Jerry, you mentioned the Villa game earlier, the League Cup. Yeah. What was refreshing about that game was there was no VAR. I remember when Catrone scored. Mm. I kind of looked round thinking, oh man, that's quite tight that. They might get to VAR yeah. here. And then someone next to me was like, they ain't got it in the League Cup, mate. I was like, oh, it keeps the game flowing, man. It, yeah. keeps you, it keeps you interested. The fact that people are, you know, I, I saw people obviously talking about giving up their season to get in yeah, about it and me, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like, you're not. Yeah, no, I saw someone. Um, it's dramatic effect. No, no, no. Yeah. I saw someone put it on Dingle's AWE yesterday and he goes, I'm seriously considering uh, giving up the season to get. The comment that was highlighted that came up, stop being a fanny or someone else can have your ticket. <laughs> I don't agree with that. It's, take, it's taking the passion out of it, Philip. I'm still, I'll still go. Matt, stop yeah. being a fanny. Week in, week in. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Yeah. Oh, man. I'll still go week in, week out. But it's slowly taken away. The City oh, game, yeah. City at home, was the one for me when they won the penalty and they got given another penalty. That's when I was there, like, what, what is the point? I just want it like the World Cup. Referee, run over to the that monitor, was have a look. In yeah. Spain, they do it. I mean, they, they no did, one. They did it today. In the no game. one appealed. Like no Leicester players, anybody. So if it was that sort of system, maybe they wouldn't even bother to check it because no one knew. But it just, it's quicker as well. If it's like a, a really obvious error, you can quick, go and have a quick look, can't you? And then come back and then done. It, it, you know, it should be almost like the handball rule where you've got your assister or the guy who scored. If he's gained a clear and obvious advantage, yeah. and yeah, the fact that Jota's leg, the ball's oh. played backwards and his leg is in, or Neto's leg is in a running motion. Where's that? Back is that back leg going to score from the corner flag or what? And the There's, there's right got to be an element of common sense we're still yeah, yeah. Exactly. and like I said it, it's it's becoming a science now mm. and the finest of margins and that's not what the sport's about it's entertainment yeah. those decisions that go either way that's what you kind of want and if that happens to us uh, and, it, and it's Leicester who score mm. it, I, I probably wouldn't be that arsed if we didn't have VAR yeah. if they played it back and went oh he's, he's, he's toes offside there but like before the AR, you'd have looked at that on, on the highlights. No one would have said I think it. that's the only thing. No if they end up it. scrapping it or changing it, I think that's what people have to, have to appreciate yeah. because you will get people that moan if it's about us and then or and vice versa. If Leicester scored that goal, um, we you know there would be fans saying, "Yeah, but he's offside." You got to take it as a fan and yeah. imagine it was your they won't team. They scrap it. They've employed yeah. too many people. Yeah. But it's so, four points. It's dropping. It's Leicester now because like we had the one first game of the season yeah. as well, which was be a different. Be a different season. Going, yeah. going, going back to that Leicester game, what do you think of the team selection? I saw it and I was, I was a bit shocked. Like, then Donker in the middle. Oh dear. With with Traore, I kind of got because he had the shoulder problem, didn't he? But we didn't know because Nuno don't give away how fit people are, does he? You just don't know. And then he puts him in. But Matinho oh, got Tinder. Traore's gorgeous. Well, Matinho's really fit. But no. But Martino, it must just be a fitness thing, surely? Is it tactical? I, don't I think know. it was tactical. It, do you think it was tactical? Yeah. yeah. And I thought then Donker played quite, quite well. well. Yeah. Apparently it was. Apparently it was fitness. Well, Spears reckons um, oh, well, uh, he was. <laughs> he hadn't been training as much as the others, but you know he's probably one of the players fitness normally. Players, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, I, I, I like you said, I think Dendonka did well. Um, I've been I've been critical of Dendonka. It was quite a battle in the middle though, so I think he yeah. was the right decision really. But they, hand up yeah. and up. Right centre off, he's better mm. in the midfield. I don't think he's got the awareness, but I thought he played. I thought he played really bad well. in it too. But Neves was 
I don't think he's bad in it too. The thing, the the dilemma Nuno has is that we play better with his current formation at, at the moment, but it's like Neves and Martinez are almost undroppable, really. Yeah, so yeah. that I think that's his uh, that's his dilemma. I think it was sort of um, not blessing in disguise as such, but obviously with the injury of Bolly and, and the situation with Bennett, it was a chance for Dendonka to actually still get minutes. So I think you know we're blessed with a good squad at the moment, and uh, we're blessed with our best depth. Well, I say our best depth in a while, but we have got a, a good a good squad of players. So, yeah. but I think Dendonka and Neves did well. I think what's crucial with those two in the middle is the work rate. Right? As soon as you get players like Dendonka's fitness at times was questionable. Yeah. Mm. I think he, he, he was good. We looked about Stone over White when he came in. Yeah. You'd seen it down there. Like, <laughs> that was Ewan, wasn't it, Ewan? Scoffing Krispy Kreme. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Just so. like pulling him in. But yeah. he, he did really well. I thought Johnny was great. Yeah. Cause that, that That's the thing on the left-hand side. Johnny and Jota have got the best chemistry of yeah. a pair than anyone, in my opinion, in, in the in the, in the lineup. Mm. Um, and I, I think that's one of the big reasons why he started ahead of Neto. Jota is one of the best players in the team but when he's he got it he's <laughs> just he, even on even on Friday though he was getting in all the right positions he's just got to pull the trigger there yeah. was a, mm. a chance where he took on three or four players and he's in the middle of the pitch and what's he, he he was taking too long to think about it I think there was two players on the far side that were free he's just he's just not acting on yeah. instinct so I think that once he starts doing it you, yeah. you know it's this sort of point of the season now where you need goals off him and possibly a good performance against Espanyol much Give him yeah. a momentum. I, I, I've been saying all season, I know it's going to sound like a talking shot. <laughs> it's obviously... Talking walls to our sister company. Our sister company, yeah. Um, I, th- I think Leicester is criminally overrated. Yeah, it, it, that's what I said criminally to Criminally overrated. They're third in the league and obviously maybe they thought it'd be a good result. They missed Indeed. I think Indeed is... I mean, Vardy. Oh, yeah, well, well, Vardy well, yeah, was quiet. Like I mean, I really like Madison, but he was coming way deep. He scored against us, you know, Vardy. See how deep he was coming, Madison. Vardy's not scored against us in six games. He had scored for ages, has he? But we limited him so well. Like, what I noticed about Wolves is our line was it was pretty high. Not we weren't sitting deep, but our line was high. But our line of engagement was really low. Yeah. So we were so compact. Yeah. And for them as a team that really liked to get the ball and play it long, we'll play it into Vardy. It was so difficult for them it's, to do. It anything. was like he, he was having to come short, and his hold up plays. Mm. He's, he's crap. It was like yeah. uh, when we played West Ham at home earlier in the season. Uh, Felipe Anderson was not getting the ball, and he was sitting deeper than defensive midfielders yeah. just to get the ball. When you've got your best player that deep, you ain't going to win a game. Mm. So that was what we beat them, didn't we? In the end, and that's what Wolves get. I thought three in the first half, though, so close close together. It was almost as if like one was playing in the hole or two were playing. They, did. In they, the they kept rotating yeah. that, but I think they should have done that more in the second so half. Did it was really fluid. It worked well. Adama Adama was was good when he came on, but I think if you had him a bit more central, having a foot race against Johnny Evans or Soyuncu, mm. he would have won and we could have scored a goal. frustrating with Traore. He's. It was really apparent to me Friday that he slows the game down. Yeah, when he, yeah, I know what you mean. Because he, he was doing to stop the, and then go. But if, if, if he just runs onto that ball and just takes it, he was doing the whole thing again where he wants the ball at his feet rather oh, yeah. than in front of him. But there was a few moments in the first half as well when he went to Neto. He did well Neto for me, but I, you, you thought, was good I thought to myself well. if if that had been trail right there, it just gone bomb, flew past the little wing back. But mm. he had that one good run, didn't he? When he yeah, like cut first in, half, yeah. and he, yeah, I think he played in. Was it Jota or Jimenez on that one point as well? So saved by the keeper. Just different players, aren't they? But um, Traore, it got to the point with Traore early on in the season where our game plan was literally to give it to Traore and see what happens. Or Leicester fan, <laughs> Leicester fan, fan saying have you ever seen a more was one, one dimensional dimensional yeah. than Wolves and Traore? But to be fair, because uh, they know what he can do. Yeah. nullify that you're exactly you've been doing that last five years have they yeah. but it surprises me how many teams actually play a high line against Leicester mm. it's suicide isn't it yeah we've already running we, we, we could have won that game easily we should have won that game 100%. but Jimenez in terms of yeah, in terms of game plan 
I think for Wolves, it was impeccable. We we did what we needed to do, apart from put the ball in the back of there. Jimenez, for me... Well, then we even did that, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, what yeah. did you say? It was a Nats... Nats knit... I can't remember, yeah. A Nats whip from a knob, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Nats whip from a knob. He said yeah. that on your vlog, and he's <laughs> like, he's a Nats whip from a knob, isn't it, Matt? And I was like... I'll be honest, I've got no idea what Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think three clear good chances for him. And it's header in the first half where I think he was trying to head it across goal. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Went wide. And the corner just well, second half. And two, two headers yeah. in the second half where um, once against, I look at the one against Liverpool and think after that game, you've got the most complete striker in the world yeah. here who can shoot and it can head the ball. And those two chances, one over, over the bar um, and one, I think, straight at Kasper Schmeichel. Frustrating, really. But, He's yeah. got absolutely everything the one thing he hasn't got he's not he's not clinical deadly, he's not it? deadly in yeah. front of the goal but I think that's uh, a, I think he's had the thing. most shots out of any player in the Premier League yeah um, I mean he, he scores a lot and he's he's one of the most complete strikers yeah. in the world but if there's one thing you would improve it would be that that dead that deadliness in front of the goal I mean look at Firmino Liverpool yeah, he had yeah. one chance and he slotted it away and the thing is this like obviously this because this is a podcast this shows how how well we are doing as a team that we can nitpick with our best players you know what mm, I mean like yeah. this, this is how good our squad is now that we're not like oh obviously we are blessed to have him but the the, the fact that we can still nitpick with our players yeah. you know what I mean is is, is good for Wolves I still the think he'll really. go in the summer though do you, yeah? you think him and us are going nah. he's just had a kid and that there and he's settled not, well not. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, he yeah. <laughs> I don't know because of his age and that will people pay the money for him depending on the situation next year if he goes it'll still be in England though he won't I, don't, I can't see him moving I'm more scared of Trey where we go to be honest I think there's loads of questions about that so we'll talk about that yeah, later I as think, well yeah, like, yeah we'll move on to that but Fosun's saying 150 million is, uh, it's a load of bollocks it's just a hand <laughs> what, would you, what would you say on FM issue a hands off all yeah, the hand, yeah hands off all yeah, yeah I think um, but what I, if he uh, busts down Nuno's doors I don't want to go so get me out of here I'm a celebrity. <laughs> no, no players bigger than the club. Yeah. No, no, no blocks, see ya. No, 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 I'm race bigger than the club, please. Don't think <laughs> it would kill me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a Leicester game, so three points definitely dropped. Should have won it. Well, yeah. Two, yeah. two points dropped, two yeah. Points, yeah. yeah. <laughs> two points dropped. Yeah. Definitely should have won it. Yeah. Right then, chaps, moving on to the, again, something that feels like it was absolutely ages ago, the transfer window. Mm. Now, for me... A little bit disappointing. I've seen I've seen a lot of different opinions on on Twitter and stuff saying, well, these players who have come in, they are better than the ones that have gone out. But it's I don't know for for Jeff Shee to say, however long ago it was, we will go into the window January. We're going strong. We'll have a good yeah. window. For me, it wasn't a great window. I agree, mate. And also Nuno's press conferences throughout the month of January, he kept saying, didn't he? We need so and so and so. We've never seen Nuno like that. No, He's no. Pretty cool on things, and isn't he? Really, just to get I'm not going to pronounce his name, so I get hammered. Podence. That's fun. Yeah, there we go. So just to get him, and then it's we get God. I can't wait for this quiz. Getting rid of Bennett. Um, <laughs> we brought in a few lot of youngsters, didn't we? I mean, is Campana going to be? Is he going to be a legit backer? <laughs> can I pronounce that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rosetta Stone. But at the same time, you've got to think that they don't want to spend silly money, do they? So you, you, can, you can see that argument. They don't want to waste money on players that they. Like, was it Oliveira? They didn't think he was good enough. So they just didn't want to spend the money on him. And you just got to hope that what we've got is good enough. But for me, I was disappointed. I think I think the issue was Oliveira. Is his, his release clause was five and a half million pound or six and a half million euro. But. Wolves didn't want to pay it up front, but to activate a release clause, I think you have to pay yeah, the, do, yeah. the, the sum up front. And Wolves wanted to spread it over three years. They love a loan, don't they? In that, the yeah, thing, I the, think that's where the stumbling block was. Really, the thing is with Nelson Oliveira as well is that 
I think Wolves long term, he was never, ever, ever going to be here longer than a season. Yeah. I think. I think the thing is with Wolves, we'll sign him as a cheap option till the end of the season. Because even if we got a player on loan, we probably have to pay you know close to a million quid. You know what I mean? So if we got him in, you know, the old cliche Portuguese. Never been really prolific, but I think he did add. He, he's a bit of a lump in his, so I think he would add a different dimension to our team, or think, he would have added I a different dimension. I think he would have upset the dynamic. But, yeah, I, I, I think he's a bit of a troublemaker for one, yeah. and two, Wolves are always going to look on for sell on value. So if they, you know, if they knew that um, they could get a player for a, a mil or two less, then they would. And I think they're probably. They're probably four. If we buy him four million, we'll send him five million next season. If we buy him for five million, the chances are we ain't going to get our money back. So the, yeah. The only reason I thought he'd be all right, just because I think he'd have been willing to be second fiddle to Jimenez, which yeah, is going to be, it's gonna be hard, isn't yeah, it, yeah. to find someone who will do that. I think that's the main issue. That, that's the only reason I thought he'd be all right. This because yeah. he won't moan if he's not playing. Like obviously Catrone really wanted to play, so it's just going to be hard to find someone who will. That's why when play. when we're looking at strikers, people are like, oh, why have we not gone in for Giroud or, or yeah. X Y Z? And I thought. You've got to think, man, who's going to come in to play second fiddle to Jimenez? Or who, who in in this, in this the world of football, who at the moment are you going to take that's affordable for Wolves and would join Wolves that is better than Jimenez? Exactly. There's, not, there's yeah. not a lot of strikers yeah. out there. I mean, we've, we've almost created a situation like they have at Tottenham where no mm. one's going to come in and replace Kane. Kane. Yeah. And no one wants to play second fiddle. So you've almost got to find a forward who, who's that's what versatile. For Spurs, they had Lorente obviously for a mm. short spell and he came in and sort of did a job. Yeah. Um, maybe he could have been like the Nelson Oliveira role, but he's quickly moved on now because you know he hasn't wanted to renew his stage. Napoli, Napoli, hasn't he? Like I that, think he's in the same situation. He either there, moved on in January or they were looking to move him on again. I mean... He did well for Spurs to be fair, especially that goal I mean, City. Remember, yeah, <laughs> and, come off his and again, well, he added a different dimension. He, you know, he's not, he wasn't as quick, he wasn't as clinical as Kane, big but he was a big bloke. Yeah, he'll yeah. get the ball and he'll lay it off to Lucas Moore or Son Heung-min and whatever. And I think that could have been an option. But I think a lot of the concerns with Nelson Oliveira was that although he was a good player, whenever I watched him, he was a good player. He was never overly prolific yeah. in the, at Championship level. He scored. Yeah, I think he had one season where Norwich did okay and he, yeah. he scored a few goals. Not good enough. Um, but yeah, it wasn't. You know, he's never gonna. I think his minutes would have been very, very right, few, yeah. and I think he was almost just a filler, filler gap in the yeah. squad. What's your thoughts on recruitment this season? For me, it's been really poor. If you look at January, so we signed Neto, Jordao, Catrone, and Vallejo. Fifty mm. percent of those have gone back or moved on. Jordao had a bad injury, but yeah. didn't really look threatening to break into that first team. Mostly down to the form of Neves and Matinho, uh, and Neto, who has in the past couple of months really come into his role and played really well, but. Mm. To sign four players in the summer, and two of them have already gone in January, for me, it's not good enough. Yeah, and I think also in the summer as well, we had the situation where we didn't know if we were going to qualify for the group stage of the Europa League, yeah. so we probably didn't get enough in. But later, like say, that, that was that was short-sighted, that was by, yeah. by the board, to be honest. But it just hasn't worked out, has it? Obviously, Vallejo's gone back, um, Catrone mm. wasn't happy. It's just, it is a bit unlucky in a way, like if they'd have got off. If they'd done well, we'd have been happy, obviously, yeah. but it's just one of those, well, isn't it? Sometimes Cotr- don't work Cotroni's out. Catroni's back on the bench for Argentina, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's not getting much game the th- time. The thing is, though, there's a couple of ways you can look at it. The thing, like, on paper and with previous, Vallejo has been a good player. You know, he's been pretty highly rated at Real Madrid and done okay at other teams he's been at. Mm. Catrone is very highly rated as well. Obviously, you've got the cliche of Italians in England. They don't tend to do mm. fantastically, do they? Or Italians abroad in general. Yeah. I think. I think after he left, uh, one of the big sports pages put um, put like a, an article about it, and like players like Immobile had just been dreadful even abroad. Mm. But in it, put him in Italy. He's one of the best strikers yeah. over there. You know what I mean? Um, 
Neto has, has done what I think what he needed to do, Jordan. But I agree with you. I think overall season, if you you know if you pinpointed a, a season which has been the worst in terms of you know transfers that have been good for the squad, it's probably been this year. Mm. But I think the difficulty the difficulty is for the board and for Wolves is that <clears throat> the team is so good at the moment. We're gonna have to spend start spending some serious money to improve what we've got yeah. at the moment. Yeah, there would have been depth options and we could have got more players in. But the issue for Wolves is, you, at the moment, you're going to have to find players that are going to be second fiddle. You are not going to find... Wolves will have to spend serious money to, to improve the squad. I think the only the only other time where we, we might start seeing big transfers, possibly this summer we might see one or two, but the only other time you'll see it is if a player goes. Mm. And unless we sell, like you said earlier, Adama or Jimenez, I think when, when Matinho goes in two or three years, that's when we'll spend big on a player. Yeah. And possibly a defender, I think, this summer. Defence, I think, this summer is going to be the one. Yeah. I, I think I think the signing of Pedence is a, is, is a good signing. It, uh, it, it makes sense, really. Yeah, we, we needed cover in the wide areas. But what happens if we start playing tilt top again? Exactly, yeah. So, he can play up front, but he's yeah. just not he's Smaller, not the build. Smaller. I looked at him and I thought, you know, which mascot they got on here, you know what I mean? He, he's just, even, he? even the kits look too big for him. Built well, though. I've never heard I know he's only had small cameos, can't really rate him on those performances, but he never really got going against Leicester. I really wanted to see him just bobbing it down the wing. Yeah, but, yeah, but he's gone into two games there against two good sides. We're chasing something almost, Leicester. Yeah, think yeah, yeah. You might, we might see him in the Espanol game, I think. Yeah. Good start, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be... Uh, he, 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 he him and Jota or him and yeah, Neto, yeah. that'd be interesting. We've got great cover in the wide areas now, haven't we? Like in the wide... Like it's literally one for each side, isn't there? <laughs> one one signing that I did think in January was a superb bit of business and kudos to Thelwell. Mm. Um, gone but never forgotten is Luke Matheson mm. from Rochdale I think that's a fantastic did you, uh, did you watch the video of him signing when he was going to Somalia he oh it's, it's orange yeah, <laughs> the boat was like no no gold oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's gold mate it's, yeah. gold. it's very orange isn't it nah mate no give it to back that was the reason they loaned him back driving test as well didn't he the day before some week for Luke oh, unreal mm. yeah mm. But yeah that was, a, that was a really good sign obviously signed Leandro Campana and Enzo all jokes are I think Matheson will be in the first team next year I said that really? I think he will be wow. pushing Doc for the right wing I hope so yeah. he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's getting in the right position I think that's what um, scored, um, scored again didn't they again. Well, recently yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah, scored good goals he got their goal, goal of the month, month. Oh, God. Um, I hate to see the other goals yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the lock of the he did well but it was a bit scrappy we scored against you know scored Old Trafford earlier in the season there must have been some competition for him as well like we've done well to get him for a good fee as well yeah, I yeah, think it's so. one mil non- nominal fee with incentives to take yeah, up to about is. three million so I hope he does right seems yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's know. driven really driven yeah. player yeah. one surprise departure was Ryan Bennett to Leicester mm. not not the player departing but the, the destination it was just it's a bit of a weird one really yeah. I'm sure Dazzling Day is probably in that is an awful week in that outside you know, which is, <laughs> he's had loves it, yeah. Ryan Bennett but yeah. kind of glad really um, I was sad to see him go I've said this uh, he was good cover I mean Leicester Obviously, think he's good. He's like Cody. Huh? He's like Cody, but you just had to see. Bennett I know. Go. I think I think Bennett's a better player than Cody. I do. That's just my opinion. Well, I mean, Bennett in that sweep role. Bennett, not in the Redding. sweep role, but Bennett against yeah, Reading, some of the balls he was pinging out were unbelievable. To be fair, Bennett is a better defender. Bennett's a better defender for me. Yes, he had the odd mistake for Braga. Remember that one, but. Something weren't right. It, we know we've said loads of times that he must have found out. I heard some. I heard that he was with Jota's misses and all sorts. Oh I don't know God. what was going on there. These aren't the views of talking. You've got to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these are the views of Dingle. Um, <laughs> I'm always guilty of uh, getting 
getting attached to players easy. You've got to appreciate what he's done. He overachieved in the oh, like, mate. If the you okay, Bristol if you uh, we signed him on a free, he came in. I think we all thought it was going to be the next Danny Bart. <laughs> yeah. And the way Nuno quickly, was playing over him initially. Yeah, the way that Nuno got him from a player that would like traditionally lump the ball forward, even Bart in some games under Nuno, he completely changes the player. I think Nuno almost wanted a new regime to sort of get rid of mm. any any players that have been there a while. Um, oh shit though, Bart. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> My dad will These are not the views of talking <laughs> water. No, these are the views of the <laughs> um, But it went from Bennett to being that player to almost playing the ball out and he could play the ball out. And for someone that we got on a free, I think if you asked um, a room of 30 Wolves fans when we got promoted, where would be the pla- who, who would be the player you would replace first? It would have been Ryan yeah, Bennett. Yeah. And he had a good season last year as well. Mm. The fact that he was our main right centre-back throughout the season, that we still got a top seven finish, an FA Cup semi-final. And I think that's I think people people have to appreciate that. And of course, he hasn't really been in the squad this year. But the f- the thing with the transfer for me is an interesting one. I think for Wolves, it's great business. Five million pounds for a player that's not really getting in the, cl- the club. However, for Leicester, I think it's good business. If you said to me now, Dave, we need a in- uh, you want a homegrown player who's going to be happy to be back up, who's got Premier League experience. Was he on the bench Friday? No, because he's, he's on loan. Because he's on loan. Five million pounds to spend. You'd be like, five million? I ain't going to get a player for five million that's got that experience, that's homegrown and everything, are you? So I think for Leicester, it's a good piece of business at the moment. And I think that was a that was something that I was going to touch on earlier. Their depth outside, their starting 11 is, is shocking. I looked mm. at their bench and I thought, when they brought on Michael Brighton, who I thought was, he, he must have won a competition to play on the third Friday because he was crap. Yeah. He's won, <laughs> but he's won more than you. He's so, won the Premier uh, League, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, I was thinking, Michael Brighton has won more than you. Also, yeah. just yeah. like yeah. Leicester, your city's blue. Oh, yeah. I didn't get that. I don't know. It's because I was singing a West Brom chant just before and oh. uh, you're just a bus stop in West Brom. I was like, so, <laughs> that'll do it's me. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's too... Um, Two players you've rejected the move to Birmingham City. <laughs> Brighton of Akari and, and, and Dadashov. You've got to laugh, haven't you? Oh, yeah, that was mad. You've got to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where the future lies for Brighton. His contract's mm. up at the end of the season. I can't see him getting in the under 23 setup uh, anytime soon, unless he does a Jordan Graham. But what's the point? Because we're not going to. Well, he left as well, didn't he? Go to yeah, Jordan on loan, yeah. But like, yeah, we had him for the season, so it was almost he was playing to get that loan move. Mm. And Bakari now, what are we going to do? We're not going to get any money for him. So uh, I don't know if any transfer windows are still open that he can move to, but like, he's going to have permit issues. I don't even know if he's got a passport or whatever. You know what I mean? Because he get, gets in trouble that much outside yeah. of football. <laughs> he's um, he's a bit of a tear away, isn't he? He got arrested around Christmas, you know. Did he? Yeah, he's, if we're fighting, like Never. It's, it's mad. But like he's yeah, he was such a talented player. So he's just a really? donut. Yeah. When Nuno first came in, he was good, wasn't he? He's a, You've he's seen so many players. Started the first game, yeah. didn't he? He started the first yeah, game in front of Yeah. But if you could sum up the transfer window, January. In one word, what would that word be? Uh, underwhelming. Great word. That's a perfect you. word, I think. Yes. That is a perfect word Dave? for it. Um, underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, How diverse. <laughs> uh, average. Okay. It wasn't dreadful, but at the same time, it could have been a lot better. Mm. Will it bite us on the arse? Potentially, yeah. Especially if the main man Raul gets injured. What are we going to do? I don't know. But, but honestly, what what is the plan, Jota? We never is... we never saw Catrone in the middle of a three. We never saw it. No. And and I think or, or yeah or did we? No. But in, uh, we and never saw. I don't think we ever saw it in a league game. A way of Villa, three. but it was kind of we were that deep. He was up front. And he didn't own. have any quality no. around him though, did nah, he? Nah. Such. He's had all I, I know. Um, yeah, in, we never saw him in the middle of a three. And I think that's. I think he would have thrived there. But nah, um, it balls a life out of him. Yeah, but. 
But I don't know, man. I've, I've really think we should have exploited the loan window a lot more. Mm. We have not done that. Even with Europa, we should have smashed the loan window. And I think Wall, I know Nuno has been very picky with the players that he picks, which is fair enough. You know, you, you want the right players and they want a small squad because they've got less players to keep happy, they've got more squad harmony and all that. But they, just, they should have seriously um, exploited that loan window yeah. a lot more. Yeah. Okay, moving on, chaps, to news that broke just after the transfer window, and it was a bit of a shock, to be fair. The departure of Kevin Thelwell. Yeah. Now, Wolf chairman Jeff Shee was, he spoke about him quite nice, got a statement here. Kevin has excelled in his role and helped us build exceptional teams throughout Compton, the academy recruitment, etc. Um, he's um, done very well in the role, fulfilled expectations. To me, that doesn't sound like a statement of someone who was pushed. Bit different to the Dalrymple situation, isn't exactly, it? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, he's done well, hasn't he? I, mean, I, I can't believe how long he's been with us. He 11 years, his, yeah. He started as an academy up, director, yeah. which head of, head of football, and then was added as a sporting director. And then, um, academy director, so 11 years ago, when was that like 08 ish, 09? So, he, yeah. would he have taken over from Chris Evans, I'd assume, as well? Because Chris Evans left to join Bolton, didn't he, from mm. the academy manager. I was friends with Chris, Chris Evans' son. So, really? Yeah, oh. Little name dropping. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to the. <laughs> I was going to like the uh, the Bolton games in the uh, in the in the pre- like yeah. in their VIP area when they were in the UEFA Cup back Never. then. Yeah, big yeah. yeah. But the academy was good back then though as well, wasn't mm. it? Like back that oh eight oh nine. You know they were bringing through some decent players and and you know. So yeah, he, he's done well. I mean, I, whenever I've met him a couple of times, really really a decent really player, nice yeah. guy, but. He get he got a lot of stick. Do you think the criticism was a bit unjust or? I think so. To be fair, so he's yeah, saying that he's sh- gone and it because yeah, everyone yeah, pointed yeah, him. Right it now is in ways, yeah. Say, yeah. But the thing is, if he was still in the job now and he, they did a fans parliament meeting with him there, because I think he went to more or less all of them, I would have genuinely asked him what his role yeah. was because it, it was so unclear what his role was. Did you see him with when he just looked, pointed yeah. at the board saying, yeah. "So this is the team you will potentially yeah. play there"? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, because he so, he looks over so much things. And I think basically what he does is he's almost like a middleman between the scouts and the board. Mm. Um, and obviously with Nuno as well added to the equation, it makes his job so, so difficult. And there was an article in The Athletic that he sort of identified He-Chan and... Um, Danny Almo. Yeah, Danny Almo signed. Nuno said no to that, didn't he, apparently? Apparently, yeah. but I, like it's, bollocks, I yeah. think that's bollocks as well. Because so. anyone who's got yeah, any kind of footballing knowledge can see that both of them how can, are how can, Yeah, I know, and, and the fact that, you know, um, people saying there was nothing in the Almo rumours and then like a day later after he goes to back him up, they said, yeah, actually, yeah, he said he said we should have signed Almo. So do you think Falwell, do you reckon he wanted to go or do you reckon he was pushed out? I reckon a bit of both. If you got offered a patience with him, but... He's going to New if York, you got offered right? a big job in yeah New York, my initial um, reaction when I heard the news, I thought, oh god, maybe they're disappointed with the transfer window and it's getting rid. But obviously, you should no. hear more. But yeah, it's uh, he's done well. It's a, it's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Just got to get someone really good. Um, in, I mean, he was there for that league one season as well. Yeah. I don't think he gets enough credit for that. Because he was a big involvement jacket, apparently. Yeah, he, he, brought, yeah. he brought jacket in. He yeah. brought Lambert in. Yeah. Um, the fact that Jeff Shee and Nuno were both disappointed to see him go, and the fact that they tried to keep him supposedly, mm-hmm. I think that speaks volumes. Yeah, but Jeff Shee wants to keep Jess Moxie as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, yeah. yeah. But I, I, um, I, he's a nice guy. Obviously, we don't know what happens behind the scenes, you know. But do you reckon he Mendes got, is having too much of a say? Don't know. Because it, know, it could he? be that Farewell's trying to do his job, but there's a lot of stumbling blocks where Mendes don't know. So we're signing him. He's just like. Can't be asked. It's yeah. I'm going. 
But I, I suppose I, yeah. we'll, we'll never we'll really never know. Jeff Shee Jeff Shee does all the finances, um, so he'll do all the negotiations. So Kevin Fellworth's job is really to identify and mm. probably approach the clubs. And I think he sorts contracts out there. And with yeah, yeah, with, yeah. But with Jeff Shee, as I said earlier, with Jeff, with so many people in the picture, it's hard to just blame him for the lack of transfer yeah. activity. And he's a scapegoat, though. Yeah, massively. Yeah. There's all. There's always going to be one though. You ain't gonna. No one's gonna put, point the finger at Jeff Shee because you know he's he's the person helping bring all the money into the club. Yeah. No one's gonna point the finger at the scouting department because they're not public or anything like that. Yeah. No one's gonna point the finger at Nuno because it's pretty like it's fairly obvious he's not the one identifying particular players. He has doing so well on the pitch. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, apparently. So yeah, I think Kevin Felwell is the one that speaks publicly and he's the one that's easy to blame. So. I'm not saying you know he's, he was God's gift, but it, I think a lot of it is unjust. Yeah, no, obviously, I'd, I'd, I'd like to say thank you really for that. Just a League One season, and he has yeah. brought he has brought in some good players and and kind of steadied the ship when we were yeah, down mate. down in, in the dumps. And, and and you know you talk about signings. I think for that that year in particular, mm. uh, the signs were perfect as mm. well. They got rid of. Uh, he helped obviously get rid of all the old regime. Jacob and Henry, yeah, brought in those Dicker, players. It's not like they lost a load of money on any of those. They made money on a lot of those players as well. Look so. at Phobe. He's only for two. He's only for ten. Was it? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. what happened afterwards? But yeah, I think team. I think overall, you say he's, he's done a good job, and obviously with the, the statement, without doubt, was Kevin has fulfilled the expectations of the board. I don't think he was pushed. I think it was just it's time to go. So that, that's that's that for me, mm. right, boys? Got a bit of a quiz. Oh God! Um, yeah. Got ten questions, five each. It's all on transfers. Right, uh, I think I'm the underdog here. Let's be honest. <laughs> Some of them are easy. They get a little bit harder. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> but I have to take your first answer. Yeah. Um, there's some questions where they're about two players, so we'll get onto that. But you'll understand. Mm. Who wants to go first? Go on then, I'll get out of the way. Come on. Okay. Get the guess first. Who are the last three players to sign from Monaco? The Wolves. Yeah, Ooh. obviously. Uh, Martinho. Yeah. You've got to get all three for a point. That's hard, yeah. I, I think I could get it. This one's pretty wrong, Bernard Gray. Yep. Oh, oh I wouldn't one. have got that, you know. The oh, last what? one is a bit of a tough one. I just have to guess. I know who this is. I can't think of anyone. Cavalero. Correct. Really? I never would have got that. I wouldn't have got, got that. To be fair, I was about to say yeah. Costa. If you didn't give me that, uh, yeah. Clue, I wouldn't have <laughs> no, got that. Yeah. Dave, over to you. 1-0 Harry. Who are the last three players to sign from, from Atletico Madrid? Johnny. Yeah. Jota. Correct. This one's a bit, of a, this one's a bit of a curse. Stuck on this last one. I was researching it and I was like, oh... This is a really good one. I can't even think. It yeah, ain't a recent one then, is it? Is it recent? It's under the Fosin era. Gorgeous, he was. I can't even think, what mate. Is... There's not even a name coming to me. Permanent, or It's permanent. Ooh. I'm gonna have to press you for an answer. <laughs> yeah, I was going on yeah. <laughs> I can't even give you a clue like you did Ooh, with me, Dave. Man, you have to pressure me. Shut up, man. Let me. Uh, he plays for Atletico Madrid. There's a clue. Yeah. Yeah. Give me five. Five. Four, Fuck. What's going on here? Three, um, two. One. Don't know. Silvio. Oh, the wing back. He came from Atleti, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I never got never that. Never got that. 1-0, Harry, I didn't see this happening. Uh, I ain't giving you a clue again. <laughs> In the 15-16 season, who did Wolves sign from Swindon Town? You couldn't say his name on the Christmas podcast. 
Fucking hell. It could be absolutely anyone. <laughs> it could be so many. Sweden. Swindon. We have to press your financer, mate, because we're oh short God. on time. I'm a pass, I don't know. Nathan Byrne. Oh, oh God, yeah. I wouldn't have got his name. Nathan, Nathan Bryn. <laughs> Bryn. Nathan Bryn. Off the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special. Chance to draw level. We're in the same season, who did Walsall from Portsmouth? Jed Wallace. Correct. Come wow. on. I wouldn't have got that. One, either. one. Get in there. Get up there, boy. Well yeah. done, he's 13. Harry, yeah. in the 14 15 season, who did Wolves sign from Arsenal? Uh, Afobi? <laughs> yeah. Afobi? Correct. There we go. So, David, over to you. Sorry, Dave. 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 <laughs> um, in the same season, who did Wolves sign from Chelsea? That's a 14 15 season. Chelsea. Oh, um, no idea. That's a tough one, that. That's tough. That's tough. That's Chelsea, eh? You have to 10 seconds, mate, I'm afraid. God. We've got to go at some point. George Savile. Correct. Oh, 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 we called that out of the bag. In the post against Chelsea, famously. 2 yeah, 2, <laughs> no? Yeah. Oh, it's heating up. Oh, I can't wait for this. Sweaters. Okay. <laughs> this question is about. Two players who signed from one club in the 2012-2013 season. You'll answer one player. You'll answer the other. Okay. So in in 12-13 season, Wall signed two players from Stad Rennes. Can you name one of them? The only one that sprung to mind, but completely wrong, and I know I'm wrong actually. Yali Van Dam. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of Jelly Van Damme, but he's from Stanley Lee, and the legs, yeah? We're not a team from France. You you anticipated, I'm really Oh, my word. I was expecting a lot of Bakary Sacco. Jelly Van Damme. Only five years late, Harry. Dave, can you name one of them? Oniange? No. See, I laid it down. 2-2. We get half a point for his embarrassing answer. That's brilliant. That's definitely got on the snippet, that. Who was it? It was Tongo Dumbia and Razak Bakari. Oh, That's what I meant, Dumbia. That's what he meant as well. I did. Bakari Van Damme. Okay, question number nine. Harry. Yeah. In the 2010-2011 season, who did Wolves sign from Burnley? Wow, I know this. Wow, you, I, that, this is a difficult question. It was really good though. Yeah. Up there for me, it was some of the best, best centre forwards we've had. Oh, uh, Fletcher. Correct. Fucking yeah. hell, give it away. Eh? I wouldn't have got that. Mate, just thought, <laughs> give him a backhander <laughs> after the podcast. I was coming out with my, around, uh, I was going to come out with a random one again. David, David. the ball since Steve Ball. This is to draw level going into the tiebreaker. In the same season. Wolves signed two players from Hull. Can you name one of them? Stephen Hunt. Correct. Your one was Stephen Moicolo. I was going to say Moicolo, but then I thought that would be Jelly Van Damme-esque. This, this, this has been superb. <laughs> going into the tiebreaker. Right then, boys. Closest answer wins. Who's first? Who you Who's your shout out? I'm going to say Dave first because you yeah, kicked off the seasons. Give him How the much... advantage. Go on. Should we flip a, flip a coin? No, no, go, go, go. How much did Wolves sign Ludo Palais from Lens in the 1999-2000 season? The Closest that? answer wins. Ludovic Palais. <laughs> I know. Closest oh answer wins. God. What year was it, sorry? 99-2000. Oh, 
I'm going to dive you go first. I'm going to play tactically. Okay, you know, the Wolves have any money back then, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, the answer uh, is um, from transfer market, so. 650k. I'm going way lower. I'm going to go 120 grand. 120. What you really should have done is gone 690. I know, but you? I just thought, because that's the first thing that comes to my head when you said it, so I thought, let's be fair. Do you feel confident? No, no. Do you feel confident? Uh, kind of, because around that time, that's still quite a lot of money, really. The answer was £405,000. Who won that, mate? Yep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, Dave is, is our think, winner today. I think he deserved it after the band oh. damage, so to be fair. I thought that was quite a good quiz. Yeah, yeah it was. I like that, yeah. Rack your, rack your brains a little yeah, bit there. But, yeah, congratulations, Thank Dave. Thank you, I mean, Dave, sorry. Yeah. Cheers, Dave. I'm not saying congrats out you lost, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I won't that's give you a bonus point. Yeah, but I honestly didn't think I'd get one right, yeah, so yeah, I'm quite happy with um, that. Got some questions, haven't we, Dave? On, yeah, on the Twitter um, corner, just to wrap up the show, because I'm a bit conscious of the time. Yeah, we've got, we got loads, to be fair. Let's have a quick look. Um, let's do a quick five. Best away ground you've been to this season? Ooh, Tottenham Hotspur. Well, yeah, you've been there, actually. Yeah, yeah, well, been we have not played. I've only been to Leicester, Manu and... Liverpool. What's the best one? Shit. <laughs> so I'll go for Liverpool, I guess. He was going to say Old Trafford until you said he yeah, was shit. Yeah, it was a bit of a ghost town, I'll but that new stand. Probably. Yeah. I'm going to say Main Road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like I like Etihad though. I do. Um, I've been there. Yeah, I, I like it. Obviously, the atmosphere is not great there, but I like the the actual ground itself. But I'm looking forward to Spurs at the the end. Oh, of the does yeah. Europe count? Torino. Oh yeah, yeah true. Yeah, Torino and Slovak. Braga is a lovely ground. No, not Braga. Torino then. Like Crusaders, a... mate. Only oh, yeah, real yeah. fans ago, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, Premier League goal of the season for us slash against us. In, so for far. us, Neves for me against Manu. Against us, was it? I don't know. I forgot his name. You'll have to, Tomori for Chelsea. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A long yeah. Probably yeah. echo that. Yeah. 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 Good shouts. Good shouts. Um, what position would you make a priority to strengthen in the summer? It's got to be striker. Right back. Back. Oh, yeah, I think we have to as well though. Yeah, we, to be fair, Just we haven't we up. haven't touched on Doc. I actually, he's pretty comments. he was pretty good on Friday. He was, he's, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't we didn't comment on that. Um, Agenda. Well, realistically, what would you say Wolves' target should be for the rest of the season? Win as many games as you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, at least fifth now. Now we can get Champions League. Or if we win Europa League, we'll finish fifth. Yeah, it's got to be the target. Isn't it? Yeah. Aim high. Fair enough. Uh, we've got a few more questions here. Uh, Jeff Shee makes fifty million available in the summer for transfers. What do you do for it with it? How much? Fifty. It's not a lot, is it? For to, as I said earlier, to strengthen the squad. Not that steeple. Build a new stand. Yeah. No, yeah, I think fifty mil is pretty difficult. You've got that. Will I get a stature? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that, was that one of our uh, first steeple, podcasts? Yeah, right? You reckon Steeble should get a statue? I think he should. A lot of people say well, when he to be, he he be Red yeah. to get a statue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a tweet about that again next this week. Well, he's should, a legend, any like should Steve Ball get a statue? Definitely. So what, what, fifty million. Yeah. Who would you sign or anything? Yeah. Bellotta. Yeah. You gave fifty million. But yeah. when you come a second fiddle, that's the question. Well, he's better than him in this. Same, <laughs> same Man City don't get the UA for ban overturning loads of their stars want to leave. Who would you nab from them on the cheap? De Bruyne. <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> on the cheap. Yeah, no, I don't know. Who would you? I said Bernardo Silva yeah, and Cancelo. Yeah. I think they're both fit. Fit is quite well as well. Cancelo down the road. It's interesting to see what happens with them though, isn't it? I think Cancelo can go. move anyway. Yeah. I don't know actually because Carl Walker's coming towards the end of his career. Get anyway. oh. <laughs> Imagine. Realistically, there's no one we're going to sign for nah. Manchester City, is there, so. Nah, not with the wages they're on at the moment. Would you rather finish fifth, qualify for the Champions League, and lose the Europa final, or win the Europa, 
and finish 10th. Win the Europa hands down. It's trophies, isn't it? Because you're still going to Champions League yeah. anyway. 100%. Mm. Oh, yeah. And it wouldn't oh. be a kick in the bollocks if you lose the final. Would you sing mad. Champions of Europe? You'll never sing that if you win the Europa. Probably. League. I'd just go mental. I just can't imagine <laughs> it. <laughs> Champion. We haven't used that Champions of Asia chant enough this year. No, no. We? I do think that. Um, we sell a Dharma for 150 million. Who do we buy with that money to improve the team? I mean, it could be your ages with, yeah. with some of the players. You but don't sell it. It's not. It's not going to go for 150 million. No one's going to pay that for him, surely. Nah, we'll have to wait and see. We daft to really. Yeah. Off the back of one good season. Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah. Saying that, Rodriguez went to um, Real Madrid. He got 60 million euros yeah. after a good four games in the World Cup. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's, there's loads. And couple, the final more, oh, final on. one, yeah, is VAR. I mean, we've touched on it. Is VAR doing more harm than good to the game? 100%. We, it's doing more harm than good to more mental health, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's winding all the fans up. Yeah, yeah, they've got to change it, as we've said. Yeah, yeah. That it? that's it. Yeah. Well, that's the podcast rounded up. Just have to say again, um, obviously our, our, our podcast partner, the Pitch Football, make sure you go down to the App Store. Uh, on the Google Play or on the App Store on Apple and, and download the app. Our fan time reaction will be on there just about uh, VAR, I think it is this week. So, yeah, we'll be recording that. Let us know your thoughts on that. Download the app. You can predict your lineups and scores and stuff like that. Really good app. Um, Harry, where can people find you should they wish to <laughs> the connect famous, with you? Uh, at Harry underline Mansell on Twitter. <laughs> Harry underscore Mansell. Harry underscore Mansell on Twitter. <laughs> I've got to remember that. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Twitter and Instagram and then just Harry Mansell on YouTube, yeah. Yeah, and the 77. Yeah, the Wolf 77 Club podcast. Say what, he's, <laughs> on social media. We'll let you plug it's that. Just bit, it's just a bit awkward to plug it on another No, one. you can nah. plug it because as long as, you don't, it, as long as you don't do it in the middle of the podcast or at the start, like yeah. Rouse on does. <laughs> Absolute season podcast. The Rouse and Roach podcast. <laughs> nah, yeah, 77 Club, uh, weekly podcast. and Is that a dig? No. No. no <laughs> I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to big it up. It's a weekly know. podcast with actual yeah. proper content. Yeah, oh. proper content from proper blokes. We'll go for Lads. Dave, where can people find you? Should they wish? Dave has a party on Twitter and YouTube, uh, Instagram as well, if you if you really wanted to. And obviously, uh, yeah, the Talking Walls socials, at Talking Walls everywhere. Yeah. Don't forget to follow at Talking Walls. You can find me on... Um, Twitter and Instagram at mcooperwrites writes as in written um, <laughs> underscore and I don't have a YouTube channel to plug so make sure you um, you follow Talking Walls I assume that if you're here you already do um, let us know your thoughts in the comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube and don't forget us to leave us a five star review if you did enjoy it but until next time catch you soon see you folks <laughs>